This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. We are being transitioned daily from an analog world of objectivity, of real and true relationships, of real and authentic experiences, of life itself. And we are being transitioned into a digital world of subjective, manipulative experiences of fake digital online digital relationships where some of our interactions are even with bots as opposed to human beings. And we are being talked into surreal, fake, unreal experiences. We have been living in pure simulacrum, a hyperreal world with continuous feedback loops that convey the unreal for the real. And we are convinced to make real and actual decisions based upon unreal, hyperreal propaganda that has been flowing to us in a daily diet for several years now. And in the last several years, despite the efforts of mainstream media to pump in their reflexive wheel of lies, and despite the best attempts of social media to shut down any speech that dares to challenge, their planned and strategic narrative that you must not only believe, but you must celebrate. The narrative that is meant to bring you into their concept of an ideal world. And an ideal world that is, of course, run by them. And by them, I mean our new technocratic overlords. Those men and women that praise themselves as being the intellectuals of our day. And of course, intellectuals are naturally attracted by the idea of a planned society, in the belief that they will be in charge of it someday. Because you, you smelly, uneducated rube, you don't know what is best for yourself. You aren't as focused on creating the ideal society run by only the smartest of people. The kind of smartest of people that couldn't convince you to embrace the kind of dystopian society that treats human beings like numbers and categories, collective categories, that disregards the opinions of the masses so much that they believe that they have to constantly lie and manipulate the huddled masses to make them do what they want them to do. And you will do what they want to do because you'll be motivated by fear. But also, you have lived in a democratic republic for your entire life, and you thought throughout your entire life that Republicans and Democrats alike have made sure that food got to your stores, that energy was at least somewhat affordable, because the nation had to run, the nation had to continue to work and to produce. But the sad thing is... That isn't what's happening today. Today we are in an age where the elites who lie to us constantly, who tell us to obey, that tell us that they know what is best for us and we had better do what they say or there will be consequences. Well, those elites have purposely created a perfect storm. A perfect storm that has come to your doorstep 
today. Now, if you have been a listener to our podcast for the last five years, you know that I have been warning about this perfect storm consistently in nearly every podcast that I've produced. In fact, it was on The Causes of Things back four years ago that we started to warn everybody about what is called the Great Reset. And no one really reacted. Well, I mean, some reacted, but just called me a conspiracy theorist. And this is no theory. This is conspiracy. It is conspiracy praxis. It is the practice and determination of colluding members of the corporate community, the financial community, the political class, the religious class, the educational community, the media, and even our sports and entertainment to conspire to work together. While you trusted them, they conspired to destroy your world, to destroy the world that you knew how things worked and how you could basically expect things to be on a day-to-day basis. Well, they have come to destroy all of our old world and are determined to disrupt and dismantle every aspect of what you trusted. If you trusted the schools, you know now that they were teaching your children over the past 10, 12 years to be Marxists, to hate our nation, to hate our history, and to embrace genderqueer theory and critical race theory. If you trusted your church leaders, well, the elite pastor and priest class, well, they were here to teach you and your children to embrace race Marxism, to hate our nation, to hate our history, to destroy the patriarchal system. By the way, are you beginning to see a trend here? And the corporate class has been consolidated through BlackRock and Vanguard and are now forcing every corporation and business to insist that you embrace race Marxism, insist that you embrace genderqueer theory, insist that you hate your nation, insist that you hate your heritage. Well, they are all pushing us into a collectivist socialist utopia. And the contradictory nature of the socialist utopias is one explanation of the violence involved in the attempt to impose them, because it takes an infinite amount of force to make people do what is actually impossible. And you have seen the violence, violence in the streets of America, violence in the streets of Australia, violence in the streets of Europe, like you have never seen before in our lifetimes. And that is because the entirety of the free world is currently in obedience school. And you must obey as we are being transitioned from an on-demand economy to a rationed economy. And maybe you never thought for a second before that America could be brought to its knees to where we had to ration gasoline, ration food, ration baby formula. But here we are. And it isn't by accident. It is by design. 
And our future masters have made sure that you are plenty distracted, that you have your mind on things that don't matter, so that they can manipulate the things that do matter. Because our future masters, you see, they know what is around the corner. Because they have laid out and planned what is around the corner. In the strategic plan to disrupt and dismantle our capitalist systems in America. People in our society own things. They're labor included, by the way, and can trade those things freely with others. They can buy, sell, accumulate, save, share, and give. They can enjoy all that their freely exercised labor can secure for them, and even, if they choose, actually do nothing and still survive. You can take away the freedom to buy and sell. You can compel people to work on terms that they would not freely accept. You can confiscate property or forbid this or that form of it. But if those are the alternatives to capitalism, there is, now, no real alternative except for slavery. Now, with all of the enviro-communo-fascist thinkers that we have discussed over the past five years and explained that they are the ones actually technocratically creating this issue, well, in all of their perceptions and all of their views, government really, to them, is the art of seizing and then redistributing the things to which all citizens are supposedly entitled. It is not the expression of a pre-existing social order shaped by our free agreements and our natural disposition to hold ourselves and our neighbors to account. It is the creator and manager of a social order framed according to an idea of social justice and imposed on the people by a series of top-down decrees. That is what government is to them. And they are the ones making those top-down decrees. And we have allowed them to make those positions, positions in government that really have not existed until now, and allowed them to become our masters. And without even a squeak of a complaint from the Republicans, which means it is up to us now, and speaking of it being up to us, by the way, you want to know what else is going to be up to us, to you and me? Well, it's going to be protecting ourselves and our families. It is up to us. It is your responsibility to protect yourself and your family. And that is because we have district attorneys who won't prosecute criminals. We have politicians who are neutering our police. We have politicians and judges who are hell-bent on ending the Second Amendment, on making it impossible for you to defend yourself. We are ending the opportunity for men to be heroes, to save the defenseless. And our future masters are brewing a storm of chaos in our neighborhoods and cities. Crime-ridden streets where there is no law. Violence in neighborhoods where we are hesitant to defend ourselves against violence. And it isn't just physical protection that we are not allowed to practice. But we are now being financially assaulted. And even if you have protected yourself against financial assault and damage for years, your ability to protect your family is now being strategically attacked. Case in point, the chief executive at J.P. Morgan Chase 
offered a grim financial outlook this past Wednesday, warning of an economic hurricane and advising those listening that, quote, you better brace yourself, end quote. He said, quote, it's a hurricane. Right now, it's kind of sunny. Things seem like they're doing fine. Everyone thinks the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road, coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or Andrew or something like that. And you'd better brace yourself. End quote. The chief executive's remark come as the United States grapples with decades-high inflation, caused, really, by the Biden administration's choices. And many of those choices, of course, were to follow the guidelines of the World Economic Forum. And what it's created is a disruptive response to a reflexive virus that has disrupted supply chains and further constraints on the global economy from our strategically bad responses from the Russian invasion of Ukraine which actually our responses had nothing to do with the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So anyway, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen conceded just a few days ago in an interview with CNN that she was wrong about the trajectory of inflation following comments that she made in 2021 where she suggested that there would be a small risk of inflation. And she said, quote, Well, look, I think I was wrong then about the path that inflation would take, end quote. And then she basically said this, quote, As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. But we recognize that now, end quote. So just as a refresher to my new listeners, I had warned everyone on my podcast back in 2021 and early 22 and through interviews that I gave that we would be facing hyperinflation. I said these things a year, year and a half ago when Janet Yellen was saying that the inflation would be transitory. Now, you know that I was correct about hyperinflation coming to America, but Yellen wasn't wrong. No. She just lied to you. She lied to you. She knew as well what would be coming due to her policies and the Biden administration policies and the World Economic Forum policies due to her strategic plans to put us in this mess that they have created. And what has been done to the United States is basically what an invading army would do to the United States if they wanted to, let's say, destroy the economy and our capitalist system, to crush the spirit of our people, to bring our people to the point where they are begging for relief, where people are begging for food, where people will be so desperate that they will, to survive, embrace a socialistic ration system so that they know that they can at least get bread on the table. And so, everything that you do across the nation in regards to your policy, if you're someone who's a policymaker in the Biden administration, is meant to destroy that old capitalist system. 
to put the citizens in a dangerous, desperate situation where they are begging for help. And then bring those people, the same people that you just destroyed their lives and their way of life, and you put them in that desperate situation. Now, you, the tyrants, you, the people that caused all this, can get to play the hero. And so now the tyrants can bring them a great solution to the problem that they created. It's the old problem-reaction-solution game played over and over again. The World Economic Forum, along with the willing members of the Biden administration, created this problem. They managed the reaction of those in the United States, telling them how to respond, how not to respond, while funneling the population towards one solution. One solution for the pain at the pump. One solution for not being able to afford to put food on your table. One solution to health care that you can't afford. One solution to all that ails your present struggles and your inability to grasp for hope in an attritionable society. The technocrats want to provide one solution to the problems that they have created. And we must respond with, No thanks. It was you that put us in this situation. I believe that we will trust our own instincts to rebuild after your attack on us. And we can rebuild our nation with integrity. We can rebuild our nation with honesty. We can restore the pillars of our society that the Marxists have infiltrated. We need to defenestrate the Marxists and rebuild those pillars, not just with the intent of doing good, but also with the intent of defeating evil. That is our duty, regardless if it is in government, education, or in our faiths. We must defeat the evil. We must purge our institutions. Only then can we win. And we must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. <laughs>